Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast episode 183. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and a very warm welcome to yet another Small Business Superstar podcast episode. I'm still struggling to say that because like I said, I'm batching again today and it's actually quite a mouthful. I probably should have thought of something a bit shorter, but anyway. So today we have another great interview with you and I am really excited to introduce the very lovely Darcy Clark. Darcy, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much. And how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Not too bad considering the uh, circumstances, but all good. Oh yeah, life is certainly throwing some stuff at us, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in the past year or so. So it's a bit of a tricky time. So Darcy, I'm really excited when I saw your application uh, and your kind of what you do for your business and your, your marketing or how you're using marketing. So tell people or tell my audience what you do and how you got to do what you do today. Okay, so I am a hairstylist. I've been in the hair industry for approximately about five years now. And I've just, it's become my life rather than a natural career. I absolutely love it. And um, since the first lockdown, actually, um, I've really delved into the world of uh, exploring social media a lot more and kind of putting myself out there a lot more and kind of building a bit more of a name for myself within my industry. Um, so within the summer of last year, I downloaded TikTok. Now, some of you may have heard of this and kind of have a bit of a stigma around it but initially when I downloaded it it was my boyfriend's little sister and she's 16 and she said oh you should get it like you know you should you should do some hair videos on there and I was quite optimistic I was kind of like is that not just you know for dancing and like people sing along and mime to stuff and 
I was kind of really put off. I was like, I don't really want to be seen as this like cringy, cheesy person trying to do hair. Um, but she pushed me and I eventually downloaded it and um, kind of got to grips with it and getting your head around it at the start and how it works. It's quite different to anything else, vice versa, like Instagram or um, Facebook or anything like that. So it took me a while, but luckily she was there to help me and show me um, the different ways and how to kind of be a bit more successful on it. Now, um, she just does it for fun. So from a business aspect, it was kind of looking at it slightly differently. But ever since then, it's just been overnight through the roof. It's gone absolutely crazy. And it's the first kind of social media app that I've put myself out and had a great response so quickly. And it's been quite easy going. I find that with Instagram, it's great, but they change their algorithms constantly. And to try and figure out a way to crack it is very, very hard. So um, with that, I found that I was getting people through my Instagram from my TikTok, which I was absolutely loving because I kind of plateaued on the Instagram slightly and was finding it quite hard to get past this wall that I built for myself. Mm. Um, but as soon as the TikTok came into play, that all kind of came crumbling down and it all started to flow again, which made me really a lot more motivated to do it and kind of see a lot more results. So that was great. And I mean, since that first summer, I've continued with the TikToks and um the videos and everything like that and it's been a great help because I've had different brands reach out to me such as um, GHD, Cloud9, I've had Love Hair, they all want to work with me and through that that is something that I've said to myself that one day I would like to happen but never thought it actually would mm. so kind of put it out into the universe and uh, it did its uh, did its nice little thing and yeah now I'm back and forth emailing with them every day which is just crazy and we've got some really exciting things planned for the rest of this year, um, which is just just yeah. mental. Amazing. So let's just come back a little bit. So we chatted before we got on and you're currently employed in a yes. salon, which obviously you can't work in currently because we're not. Yeah. So actually what's lovely is, uh, well, a couple of things. First off, that you still get to do your passion, even though you can't physically do it. So you're still getting to show up and talk about you know, hairstyles and hair products and, and what to do, even though you can't necessarily be in situ physically doing these things. Um, but also the fact of you have understood, which I think you're way ahead of a lot of business owners, the importance of having a brand and the importance of being known as a business strategy, even though at this point in time, the the when you have your own you know, business as it as it were, or when you take that step to step out of employment and go into business, that actually half the battle's already going to be done because you've already gone ahead and created this brand and and this name for yourself. And you've, you know, I think I think as well I want to talk about the um the products and working with these these big products because it's not just about the freebies is it I mean don't get me wrong the freebies are lovely aren't they (laughs) they're great they're great (laughs) nice little perk of the job exactly but it's more about I think anyway the collaboration and the the what's the word it's just jumped out of my head but like the respect and the authority you're given because you work with those brands do you think that's the same a hundred percent because I mean every GHD for example is a household name and I kind of thought to myself how am I going to get myself in front of these people and how am I going to get myself to notice them and like you say the freebies are great however to kind of know that I mean like the first time they contacted me I remember going to bed and thinking oh my god like 
this has started like it's happening but like you say to kind of think right they watch my videos and they're such a well-respected person in our industry and to have them email me off the back of that rather than just think oh that's a nice video and kind of like scroll on is crazy so yeah yeah, really rewarding in that way so tell me about when you first started TikTok as in had you done anything video wise like this before So initially I had set up a YouTube channel, I think it was February of last year, and kind of did a few videos through that, a few different tutorials, and I did a few little Instagram stories where I was literally just speaking, nothing too serious, but the, I feel like because the TikToks, it's kind of like that 15 second format, you've got to cram so much in, but at the same time make it look so simple, so it's a kind of a different, different pattern to end, you don't have as much time as you kind of want with a YouTube video because you get to pick and choose um so it was a kind of different it was similar but you had to get your head around the different way of how it was going to work in that sense yeah and I think you're right I think I was just saying that I was watching some of these videos before we got on and I'm looking at them like oh, that looks so easy knowing damn well that <laughs> when I try it it's never going to be that easy but I guess that's where I one thing can feed into another because I do if I'm looking for hair and makeup stuff, I'll go onto YouTube and I'll watch some tutorials and stuff. But I have to say, I've actually been really taken in by reels and TikToks of people doing hair and makeup, but then knowing that I almost need to either slow that down or then go to a YouTube channel where they're going through it in more detail. Or So have you seen that, it, you said that obviously it helped with Instagram, which is great. Is it fed into other places, do you think? YouTube, 100%, definitely. And it's weird because recently I've kind of found that I'm putting so much time into TikToks because I'm just bulking them. Probably similar to you with the podcast. It's so quick and easy that you can just have those three hours or so, put it all in the videos and you've got content for like two weeks. And then that kind of makes me sit back and think, because I've put so much effort into the TikTok, I kind of think like, what can I do for YouTube? I kind of feel a bit flat on that one. It's it's Mm -hmm. weird because it's, it's similar, but it's so different at the same time. So it has fed to the YouTube, but I must say, I've kind of felt unmotivated from the YouTube because I've found more success from the TikTok, I think, mm. which is which is a weird one. And like you said, it's that kind of instant gratification, isn't it? That we yes. all look for, that we put something up and we know what it's like. We put something up and we, you know, spend ages creating it or putting it together or thinking about what the caption is going to say. And then it falls on its backside and you're like, yeah. well, what was the point of that? Whereas yeah. you are going to be motivated if something catches on and you're going to keep doing it. So where's your TikTok account? Because I've seen your TikToks on Instagram under your stories because I don't have a TikTok account. I did have one. My daughter was on it for a bit. She was very good. She liked to do all that <laughs> stuff. Um, and then I realised I'm an old person. So I took myself <laughs> um, which which I shouldn't because obviously my job no, is, you, shouldn't. you know, social media and knowing them all but anyway so where's your TikTok account now as in what sort of followers have you got what interaction are you getting so at the moment we're looking at um about twenty one thousand followers it, this is this is crazy because like on Instagram I'm lucky if I get like what 10 followers in three days sometimes yeah. like what I used to and I was like oh wow that's amazing and then on this you'd wake up with like 2,000 people have followed you and this person's commented on this and this person's doing a duet with video so it's 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 the weirdest thing because I don't I don't think that's ever happened on a social media platform no. before. It's never been that. And I think there is something ridiculous like 
I've seen a hashtag on there. So when you follow the hashtags, it tells you how many views these hashtags have gotten, something like 42 billion on one of them or something. And it's just mad because that's how many times people have used it. And it's just like, geez, you know, and you never know who's watching. No, as you quite rightly have identified and have now started to build this this brand. And, And if this opens you up to allow you to do your thing sooner, then great, what an amazing opportunity. But as I said, you know, a little bit back, the fact of you already have identified that if you want to build this business for you, you need to be known, you need to have a brand, you need to have a presence on social media. And the benefit to you right now is that you are collaborating with these big brands, you're getting nice products, you get to try things, which means obviously then your experience is even greater because you've tried all these different things without having to buy them, which is wonderful. So what's now for the TikTok? What, what's, you know, it, it, are you consistent? Do you put a video out every so often? Are you going to move and put them over to reels? How's that going to work? Well, what I'm trying to do with lockdown, I've been quite blessed for time on my hands. So it's a lot yeah. easier now than it is when I'm at work. However, what I'm trying to do is maybe one every two days, at least. If I can mm-hmm. do one every day, then that's big box ticked. Um, what I'll do with the reels is sometimes kind of regurgitate the content from TikTok over to Instagram because it's the mm-hmm. same format in the reels. So yeah. that yeah. works really, really well. And a lot less time me spending on editing certain things over and over mm-hmm. again. So that's really good. So I'll probably do a weird format where I'll do two pictures, then a reel, two pictures, then a reel on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So slightly less than TikTok. I feel like TikTok's mm-hmm. slightly more casual than Instagram. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think if I if I was to look at them, I think, Instagram there is a there's more of a formula or there's more of a yeah. you know a, a way you need to look or or come out and in terms of like your posts and the types of posts you do and how often you do them yeah I would agree but but I think that's amazing and I think to have that kind of collaboration and to think about these videos were you ever nervous about feeling stupid or oh like- massively massively like if I went back to my 15 year old's because everyone at school like it, it when I was probably about 14 15 everyone was in that phase of let's start a YouTube channel you know we could make yeah. some money off the back of this one day this could really kick off in the future but no one would because I remember one girl did it and got absolutely ripped to shreds for it and never lived it yeah. down and I think everyone kind of took a step back and was like right I don't want any a part of that yeah so if I did it then I would never imagine myself ever picking up a, a video and start, mm. um, a camera and start recording myself but coming out of that environment and kind of giving less care of what people think of you, I would say is yeah. probably the best thing because I think at school you're so self-conscious, but whereas now when you're in a work environment, you've kind of matured slightly, this is probably the best time for me to do it. And looking back, I yeah. probably wish that I had done it when I was 15 because yeah, yeah. then it's, you know, it's a better story. But Exactly. Yeah. And that is kind of a big regret of mine, but no, I couldn't, uh, no, <laughs> just no, yeah. not 15. But no, definitely now is the right time. Definitely now. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I'm interested to hear is when you put yourself out there, and I know this is lots of the people who listen to this podcast are scared to put themselves out there. They worry about receiving negative comments. And when you obviously get big and you get seen by lots of people, you attract a lot of attention, maybe good and bad. Have you have you experienced that at all? Have you had any negative comments? Oh, 100%. 100%. And how, how do you deal with it? Well, to be, for, to be fair, if you asked me this question six months ago, I'd be like, oh, it's so horrible, you know, just people are so mean <laughs> or whatever. But I saw a video recently. I, I think it was Ricky Gervais that was saying it. I think it was. Someone will know if I'm wrong, but it was 
someone like that, I think a comedian, we'll go Ricky Gervais. I think Ricky Gervais said, you can't end up pleasing everyone. So why not just please yourself? And if you please yourself, you're going to please 50% of the people around you. And there is always going to be someone that isn't going to like you. So you may as well be yourself and please yourself, knowing and accepting that some people aren't going to like it. And do you know what? The people that don't like it, I don't really like. That's their opinion. They are free to that opinion. It's absolutely fine. So, you know, there's some stuff that I don't. Exactly. They're not for me. You can't please everyone. So why spend all the time and effort trying to when it's not going to happen? And I'm so glad you said that because, like I said, there are lots of people who won't put themselves out there because they're scared of that. I remember the first time, and I've said it on the podcast before, I had someone write a blog post about me, like a whole blog post, a thousand words. I mean, they went overboard. Like, they were like, and I remember literally, like, nearly sobbing in bed. And my stepdaughter walked in at the time and really casually went, well, that means you've made it to, and just walked out the room again and was like, that's it. Oh, my goodness. And then I kind of realised that, you know, through lots of personal development stuff that I've done, that actually, and I think I spoke to someone and they were like, oh, I feel really sorry for that person imagine imagine like how they must be or how they must feel or what they're if they have the energy and the time to write an entire blog post about you and what to be fair they never mentioned me in it as in my name but it was one that's okay Um, yeah yeah, yeah. like but you're you know you're right and I'm so glad I mean obviously when you are listening to this podcast go and have a look at the the show notes and the and the graphics that we do with it because Darcy's beautiful and I know some people will go well it's easy she's young and beautiful and you know but it doesn't matter I don't think people really care either way they're gonna say mean things so I'm so glad that you now have the skills to go do you know what I'm not even going to pay attention to that I had had something mean said the other day sent to me on an email not mean as such but it was very negative and I read it once and I deleted it and that was it. I didn't even feel the need to reply because I just thought, yeah, not for me. And you're not for me. And that's absolutely fine. And I'm not going to keep it in there and I'm not going to like file it. I'm literally going to read it, realize that actually I don't need that. Delete, gone, bye, thanks. So yeah, yeah. love that, love that. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Darcy. So if people want to come and follow you and see your stuff, which like I said, prior to this, I did look at them and I am now going to go back at some point <laughs> when I'm sat with a glass of wine going, how do I make my hair look like that? Uh, all sorts of, you know, when you see me online now, I'll have this crazy hair. The funny thing is, Darcy, you you don't live a million miles from me, do you? Do you live? A I'm one? yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm Telford yeah. Way, Shropshire. Yeah. So like literally, probably about ten minutes from my house. Uh, so you know, maybe when lockdown's finished, we can do a uh, an in person training or something. Yes, that. I'd love that. Great. That would be so. Well, funny. we need to get that in. I'd love that. That'd yeah. be great. That would be great, especially for me because. Like, <laughs> like I just said, Stacey, when I'm rich, I'm going to have like a glam squad that can just do all this for me. Because honestly, I I wish I could wake up. You won't remember this, Darcy, because you're too young. But there was a program called The Jetsons. I think it's called The Jetsons. And it was like this futuristic cartoon. It's stupid. Anyway, this guy used to get up and walk into the machine and it would do everything for me. He'd walk out. <laughs> oh, my God. How I wish. We the dream. That. The absolute <laughs> dream. Imagine. imagine. Anyway. Darcy, it's been so lovely to talk to you. Just tell my audience where they can come and find you and follow you. So anywhere, any kind of social media platform, it's always Darcy Mariah Hess. That's D-A-R-C-E-Y-M-A-R-I-A. Wonderful. Perfect. Uh, Hopefully some people will come over and follow you, watch your lovely videos because they are really entertaining. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Darcy.
Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Great stuff. So that was the lovely Darcy. Uh, please do go check her out. They are really entertaining. And I think as well, just the kind of, you know, for me, we've just done Reels training in the Academy actually just yesterday from when I'm recording this. And it's about just going and seeing what other people are doing and thinking, well, could I do that? Or how could I translate that to my business or my thing? Or So I think the more you can kind of go and research these things, great. So I will be back on Monday for another episode. Until then, have a lovely weekend and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please do go check out TeresaHeathWaring.com where you'll find more amazing content to help you grow your business.